cake? Were you the little fat boy? No! No! But, but I just like to beat him up! You know, I grab my go, why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? No. So they get to Nantucket and we're introduced to the two best characters in the entire movie. Oh, absolutely. The I'm Stork a, Twins. I'm with stupid. <laughs> they wear the shirts wrong. Egg is played by Bobcat Goldwaith. Someone made this comparison. He's basically Animal from the Muppets in real life in this movie. Ooh, Isn't he? I like that. He's like, ah! Yeah. Like he can't stand still. Well, your Bobcat's way better than mine. I should have had you do the intro. I'm neurotic. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said that yeah. was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, One Crazy Summer. You may have heard, but Buzz in the Tower is more than just a podcast. As 80s film historians, we have a moral obligation to educate our friends, our enemies, and our communities. Today, we evoke our civic duty as we talk about a hidden gem called One Crazy Summer. By the time this episode is over, you'll understand why this movie is a summer classic. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the clay stork to my egg stork, Max Sanders. And with that, Oh, yeah, thank you. I will have some cookies. Ah! What? Who are you doing? Bobcat? That is that is, a Bobcat? That is the worst imitation <laughs> that I have in my in my pocket. Ah! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> cookies. <laughs> I, I, it's terrible. I should have literally there's picked one Bobcat. There's a million other ways that I could have introed. I, yeah. reg I immediately regretted it. <laughs> immediately regretted it. <laughs> Max one crazy summer. I can't believe we're doing this movie. I'm excited. Yeah, this is a total. This is one for us. Banger bust, right? Yeah. Like no, this is for us. This yeah. is like this is for you everyone I. else. 
<laughs> We're doing one that we enjoy. I suspect that the people that like this podcast are people that love this movie. I'm willing to run that risk. If you're listening to Buzz in the Tower, you love One Crazy Summer. Savage Steve Holland. You got to. One Crazy Summer is like the evil redheaded stepchild of Savage Steve Holland. Everybody knows uh, Better Off Better Dead. Off Dead. <laughs> forgot for I, I, because I, I go, I, my ranking is not that. I go One Crazy Summer first. I think they're tied. I'm not even a me. I'm not even a better off dead fan, huge fan. Don't say that. Sorry. It's not like I said it in like Howard the Cosell. Easy now. Easy. <laughs> Max, before, as always, I keep on saying like we get into these episodes. I'm like, before we go any further, let's talk like, about Do you know the street value of this mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Max, pull it together. I need your focus. Okay. I need your eyes on me. Curtis Armstrong. Are you ready? What? You're not focused yet. Act. Our last Contest. Yep. Our contest winner. Go look at our Instagram page. Go look at our Facebook page. If you want to see who the winner is, don't be so lazy. Go check out our social media. (laughs) (laughs) Our next contest. What do we have? Our next contest. Same flavor, right? Starting today. Go to our YouTube page. Follow our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Comment on one of the videos and throw a little hashtag on there. A little hashtag something 80s movies. You pick. What what are some things you could put in there? Hashtag you touched my car. I couldn't hear you guys say a little louder. You touched my car. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> Hashtag one crazy summer. Hashtag. I got nowhere else to go. Oh, that's a good one I got one too. nowhere else to go. <laughs> oh, Do it man. again. You are. You're yelling at the storm. The wall. I'm going to have to edit out all the <laughs> clipping from your loud. God. All right. Anyways, I'm going What's down. What's yours? Uh, I, I'm always sticking with my classic. Game over, man. Hashtag dead or alive. You're coming with me. Oh. But I could say it the right way. Yeah. Should I say it like Bobcat? Yeah. Dead or alive. You're coming with me. Sounds like you're being stabbed. <laughs> it's terrible. Dead or alive. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find the link on our website or you can search Buzz in the Tower or it's YouTube slash Buzzin B-U-Z-Z on the Tower. And it's like really fun. There's like video clips and oh, you'll picture love stuff. You'll love it. It's the best. It is the best. And before I forget, another plug because this is big. We got some big stuff going down. We do an 80s happy hour? 80s happy hour, Thursday, July 29th, right now. Well, not right now. Listen to the rest of this podcast (laughs) and then go to Instagram and search for 80s happy hour. Follow them on Instagram. That way you'll get the alerts when this goes live. It's on zero. It's on. Yes. Eight zero. It's on Instagram live hosted by John and Timmy. 80s masters. Jedis. Gurus. Absolute studs. We are going to be their guests. Max and I. The fearsome twosome. Martin and Riggs. Wait, yeah, no, Riggs go. and Murtaugh. Riggs and Murtaugh. I, Martin, Martin and Riggs. That's no, great. It's great. <laughs> we're going to be on the show as their guests. We're going to talk about all things Buzz in the Tower. And we're also going to do a live version of our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. And we're going to take some viewer feedback. And if you are one of the viewers that we use, one of the listeners, one of the people that are watching this Instagram live, you can win an 80stees.com, our sponsor, $50 gift card. Can I can I win? You cannot. We have enough t-shirts. I want more. The people need t-shirts. So just a reminder. <laughs> the people need t-shirts. They do. Let, let them eat cake. So just remember. Why are you doing it like RoboCop? I, I don't know. No more RoboCop. I've, I have exhausted my RoboCop invitation. Yeah. You so, go through Happy Birthday, Polly. To Robo, to to RoboCop. You're coming dead or alive. Phase. I don't know. Short something. Stubby Susie. Short Stubby Susie was there for a while. Uh, so just please remember to check it out. July 29th, Thursday night, 9 o'clock Eastern. Seven o'clock Pacific. Be there or be a square. Other than that, I have nothing, nothing to talk about other than 
one crazy summer. The craziest. The craziest of summers. <laughs> Max, would you like to t- start tee off? You take first at the tee. Swing your, swing your driver. Okay. What is this movie? Tell me about this movie. If I've never heard of One Crazy Summer, we, we meet for a cup of coffee, just two friends chatting. <laughs> what, like, what do I need to know? You're like, hey, buddy, haven't seen you in a while. Let me talk to you about One Crazy Summer. Okay. 1986. Good year. Not yeah. the best year, but a good year. <laughs> yeah. Samantha, if you hear this, 1984 is the best movie year. So, so you should know Max. Yeah. Max is embroiled. Embroiled with some like serious, cooking? yeah. With, okay. With what? Embroiled? I don't, yeah. I don't know that word. Embroiled. Is it like broiling a chicken? Yeah, you're embroiled with a chicken. Oh. Samantha, you're not a chicken. Yeah. Max is... Gonzo here? No, Max is engaged. Is that better? Engaged? No, because my girlfriend's going to be like, Max is engaged with Samantha? Max is having deep, passionate conversations <laughs> with a woman on Instagram who's arguing what the best year was for 80s films. It's 84! Right. Terminator, Gremlins, come on! Yeah. So, Ghostbusters, so Samantha, Cop. Samantha, I'm, I'm shooting the... Never ending story! <laughs> Max is fired up. He's like, he'll text me like, are you seeing what the Samantha girl's saying? Because like, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm like, go get her, Max. Go get her. Uh, but no, we love you, Samantha. And thank you for the wonderful review that you left us. That was very kind, even though you hate Max, but we still appreciate it. So, so anyways, Max, tell me about One Crazy Summer. Not that I need you to, because boy, oh boy, can I talk yeah, about this, this movie? Is, I think this is, is this one of your top five favorite 80s movies? So it's really tough. You talk first. Tell tell what the movie's about, and then I'm going to tell you why it's tough for me to qualify if it's a top five. Okay, Samantha's favorite movie year in 1986. Begrudgingly, great year. Probably second best year. Maybe third best. 85 is really good, too. You're, you're doing a great job covering One Crazy <laughs> Summer. An aspiring teenage cartoonist and his friends come to the aid of a singer trying to save her family's property from developers in Nantucket. And there's boat racing. There's animation. The 80s is the king of... The kind of rom-com teen movies. You think John Hughes, Say Anything, Can't Buy Me Love. And also the satire movies like Airplane, Top Secret, Ruthless People. Just kind of like wonky movies. Rarely is there a combination of the two where you laugh out loud at the ridiculousness of it. But rarely do they come together where you're just having a good time, but you're caring about what's actually happening. I cared if Cassandra's house was going to get taken. And it's like, you mean, you mean the house that you don't ever see? (laughs) You you never see anyone in it. Right. No. Yeah. So you did a wonderful job. I'm going to add a little, a couple sprinkles. Yeah. Do it. Parmesan cheese. Absolutely. I would like some fresh crushed pepper too. I mean, you hit the nail on the head and this is Savage Steve Holland. That's yep. actually his name. We'll talk about him in a moment. You know, I got the name. Right, we'll talk about that in a moment. I guess that's what that means when I say we'll talk about it in a moment. <sighs> Written and directed by him. The thing that's incredible. And Max, you touched on it. Airplane is nonstop satire. Naked gun. Naked gun. Uh, Hot Shots, part one and part two. It's part one in the 80s. I don't uh, think it doesn't so. matter. Okay. It's just a good example <laughs> of satire. The, those movies don't have a serious moment in them. Nope. This movie... To your point, it has all the makings of a classic John Hughes, boy meets girl, self-discovery, save the day, and they just layer in these satirical (laughs) moments from the beginning of the film to the end of the film, and it works, and it works really well. It's a fun, lighthearted, great movie. It's got some monster actors in it early in their career, right? Oh, huge, yeah. So- you know, I, I said I'd sprinkle a little Parmesan and some pepper. Here's the thing. I'm once hungry. once I get into this movie, yep. I'm not leaving. Yep. <laughs> so maybe we should talk about the guy who wrote the movie and the guy who directed the movie. His story is one of my favorite Hollywood stories ever. Yeah. Ever. So, and Max, I'm, I'm sure you're going to be able to tell me what his street address was when he grew up. So bear with me <laughs> 13, as I, bear with me as I do this. Born April 29th, 1958. Savage Steve Holland. Cartoonist. Yep. Had really no major intention of ever becoming a director. And he's in high school. Was he in high school? No, he's in college at the time. Excuse me. California Institute of the Arts. Yes. Yes. So one day he tells his friend, 
this heartbreaking story about a birthday party he had thrown as an 11 year old, which nobody showed up except for a drunken clown. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. And and like, I I don't even know if it was like based on a true story or if it was like, I know it's, it's, it's out there. So his buddy said, you should make this into a movie. This has got all, all the makings of like a classic, like ridiculous movie. So he makes this seven minute short called my 11 year old birthday party. Okay. He borrowed equipment from the live action department. Cause remember he was doing all cartoon work at this point in his yeah. career. And all of a sudden this movie that he makes makes it into a couple festivals. Okay. It ends up opening at the inaugural LA film festival. Holland and his movie ran before this really highly anticipated cult classic called eating Raul. Okay. Which means, which means everybody ends up seeing his because yeah. it's like, it's like opening for Def Leppard sure. right? when yeah. like they're just becoming Def Leppard. The show before Seinfeld. Bingo. You got it. So, as a result of this, Henry Winkler, <laughs> right? The Fonz? the Fonz connects with him, takes him out to lunch and says that his movie was so funny. And Savage Steve Holland was like, well, it wasn't meant to be funny. <laughs> it wasn't even meant to be a comedy. So the whole story behind this is incredible to me. This leads to him coming up with like, he's like, do you have more stories like this? And he's like, well, yeah, I've got the story of like my girlfriend breaking up with me in high school. Yeah. It's all based on him. Yeah. So he throws together better off dead. And because of the success of these team movies at the time, and because of his mind you, this is a, this is a cartoonist. Yep. Right. Who did one 11 minute short film. (laughs) And all of a sudden they're like, here's your budget. Go. They put him on an, they literally just let him go. And if you listen to his interviews, when Steve Holland's talking about better off dead, he's like, I can't even believe it worked because like, we didn't know what we were doing. We literally, I just (laughs) like, I guess this is how you make a movie. Like no mentoring, no guidance. So you have like, we just last week talk about Richard Donner. Yeah. Like 50 years in the industry, 26 different shows. Yeah. Now you got savage Steve Holland, who's a cartoonist, immensely talented. who literally gets thrown in the deep end and comes up with better off dead. That's amazing to me. Yeah. It's, I mean, my brain is broken. (laughs) I can't, I don't know. What what compares to that? I got nothing. So after Better Off Dead, yep. they obviously, they saw the results and they're like, great, let's sign him up for One Crazy Summer. <laughs> after One Crazy Summer, he only did one other movie. And how, that, I how I got to college, which I love. Yeah. I've talked about this movie. I think I that's great. Yet. But he, that wasn't even his movie. Yeah. They they threw him in there. The original director bailed or got fired or something. Okay. So this wasn't even like a, he put his twist on it. I mean, Curtis he, Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so when that's over, I want to jump ahead in his career a little bit. Yep. He has been prolific with children's television, cartoons. Eek the cat. Eek the cat, a uh, bunch of stuff. I mean, I, do you have his list? Do you have the list? Give me the list because I know you've got the <laughs> list. It's like a hundred things on it, right? So Lizzie McGuire, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV show, even Stevens. I mean, he's just a Disney master. He's right. a Disney Nickelodeon god. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He he does all of that. He should come back. They should like Pulp Fiction him. I, well, I don't even think, he, why does he even want to? Like he's already done everything he needs to do. I, the way he does animation and like this movie seems more modern or advanced. It's like who framed Roger Rabbit, but if you had no budget. Yeah. So it's like, imagine if he got like a $20 million budget and like new technology yeah, and fair. animation that's stuff. That's fair. He could do some wild stuff. Yeah. So that's how we get Savage Steve Holland. Yeah. Do you have anything else on him before we jump into- You know into he's got his name, right? He kicked a kid in the teeth during a soccer game. I did know this. Yeah. You've told me this before. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the drafting, the perfect 80s comedy. That's right. Except right before my Weird Al pick. Which God, people, the Weird Al pick. He's a good actor in UHF. All right, anyways. So One Crazy Summer gets overlooked like crazy because of Better Off Dead. Yeah. John Cusack himself, who is the star of One Crazy Summer, didn't even want to be in it, didn't like it, wasn't because well, he, ha- he wasn't happy with Better Off Dead. The he, reviews. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Man, go. No, no, go. Cusack didn't even want to be in One Crazy Summer, and I guess he was like super moody and crappy for the beginning of it, but eventually he enjoyed it, and it was a fun experience. Yeah, and it got good reviews, so right. he's like, yeah. So let's jump into One Crazy Summer. Let's do it. So One Crazy Summer, John Cusack plays Hoops McCann. He does. And 
Ah, this movie's so good. I'm so excited to talk about it. You know what the tagline is? For one great, no, I don't. Tell me. I'm excited. They're out of school, out on Nantucket, and out of their minds. With this crowd, anything can happen. So, <laughs> get ready. Everything about this movie is so great. It's not too campy, but to your point, it has these satire moments in it that are absurd. So, his name is Hoops, and his dad, we learn, was either a professional basketball player or really good at basketball. Yeah. The beginning of the movie is this ongoing animation that he does. He's yep. a great cartoonist. The fuzzy little bunnies. The fuzzy, the fuzzy, cute and fuzzy bunnies, yeah, right? Yeah, there it is. So he's drawing a picture of what he sees himself as. So I've talked to you about this before, about how Jim Henson saw the character of Gonzo of being who he was. Oh, I didn't know that. And Kermit of who he wanted to be. He saw himself as a weirdo, but the leadership and everything. So it's kind of nice when when you see this movie, this rhino, this big kind of overweight monster rhino yeah. with these like beautifully drawn cartoon cats or cartoon women. That's what Savage saw himself as. And that's what uh, Cusack or Hoops sees himself as as well. Yeah. He needs an Uzi submachine gun, Israeli submachine <laughs> oh gun. Oh my God. When, that, when, he, when the rhino shoots them all up, it's great. All, you're like, oh my God, it's, what it's, am it's, I watching? Yeah, it's great. So in order for him to get into art college, he has to get a scholarship. In order to get that scholarship... He has a summer project that he has to do a full animation of love, a story about love. Yeah. And he's like, what do I know about love? So he goes to his high school graduation and at his high school graduation, he's there with his best friend, George George Calamari. (laughs) George is the best. He's Freddy from Mad Men. Yeah. 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 He's in a bunch of stuff. He's got a whole bunch of roles. So they're at graduation. There are these moments. There's, (laughs) they all throw their cap and gowns and like one of the hats stabs a guy in the back and they just like set him down dead on the chair. These are the satirical moments you're talking about that are like airplane and the naked gun. Or George goes, what's, what's this word? He goes, your last name. He goes, oh, <laughs> I've learned a lot these last four years. So in generic high school, that's where he graduated. So they, they cut to like a picture of the high school. It's called generic high school. So they go to pick up George's little sister, whose name is squid. Of course. Squid calamari. She's awesome. <laughs> She's great. She's got this dog who's got like a, a cone on and like, <laughs> tape on her ears and you and I could really spend a long time talking about this movie because it's so absurd the little parts. I don't want want to go scene by scene but I'll try to face freezing though right so like (laughs) these other little girls are making fun of how ugly her dog is yeah so the crossing guard is like kids better not do that if you get slapped in the back your face will stay like that forever they slap the two little girls in the face they have this horrific like mutated face and that's that's the running (laughs) gag yeah so again like this top gun top gun naked gun (laughs) not top gun naked gun satire so I'm rambling but I want to get to the meat and potatoes of this yep they go to Nantucket the great part about hoops hoops is an artist whose name is hoops who cannot shoot a basketball Nothing. to save his life. He tries to like crumple up his paper. Can't even get it in. You look at the, in his room, he's got like this waste paper basket and yeah. there's just like crumpled paper all around it. Nothing in the basket. He hates boats and he hates the water. Yep. Doesn't realize that Nantucket's an island. <laughs> in large part, the reason he's going to Nantucket is because his parents are terrible or his mom is like, she basically is like, she you're going to be a street, street sweeper. Yeah. As, as like they're, they're going down the line at high school graduation and the names on the cars are so amazing. It's yeah. like Buffy, Teddy, Johnny, Princess, yeah. King, and they have, has big boats on it. Yep. Where were, did you get a high school graduation gift car? I didn't get one. I got one when I was 16. Of course you did. Jesus I Christ. crashed it right away. That's right. You told me that. Week one. Yeah. What was into it like? A, Ferrari? Into, Mustang? It was a Passat. But I mean, I loved it. But All right. I into a parked cops car in front of school <laughs> in the rain. Christ. I told you this before. I know, but every time you say it, it just reminds me of it. It's amazing. They're going to go to Nantucket with George, and they're going to stay with George's grandma, who is hilarious. So funny. Yeah. So they get out there, and on their way, at this like toll station to get gas or not even a toll gas station. Why do I call it a toll station? They meet 
Demi Moore. Yes, they do. Cassandra Eldritch, right? Yep. And she is like this hippie musician who's going to the island because her grandfather owns a home with a bunch of elderly people. And it's like a retirement home. So it's about more to be, intricate it's, than I remember. It's about to be foreclosed on. <laughs> and the love, the lo- you can feel the love starting, right? Yep. He meets her there because she's running from a biker gang. Yep. With a guy with pink hair, checkered pants, and he's like seven feet tall. Do you yeah. know who that is? No, who is it? It's John Mazuka. Is that how you say his name? Oh, Sloth? Yes, yeah, From the Goonie? Yeah. Oh my God, that's incredible. Isn't that amazing? That's absolutely incredible. So again, they like he's chasing after her, and they, they get in the car, and they're going to the, the money ferry, around. And they're, yeah. he- and they're heading to the ferry to go to Nantucket, and Sloth, yeah. on his motorcycle, goes into the water, and when he comes up from the water, there's fish stuck in his mohawk. <laughs> like, they jab the, the fish. That's the type of silly stuff that's in this movie. So they get to Nantucket, and we're introduced to the two best characters in the entire movie oh absolutely the stork twins i'm with stupid they wear the shirts wrong egg and clay stork we need those shirts we do egg is played by bobcat goldwaith you may have heard me try to imitate him at the beginning of this so someone made this comparison he's basically animal from the muppets in real life in this movie isn't he i like that he's like yeah he can't stand still your bobcat's way better than mine i should have had you do the intro neurotic oh my god you are a little bit neurotic (laughs) like him all of these guys are essentially friends with George Calamari. Yep. Calamari. Yeah. And they get, they get introduced to hoops who becomes their friends, but you get the store. And Claire is cousins. Yes. Yeah. And you get the Stork brothers that get introduced. And then shortly after that, you meet the antagonist of the movie. <laughs> Teddy. Teddy. Teddy is Zapka 2.0. Yeah. Teddy Beckerstead. He's, he's absolutely Billy Zapka. What happened to Matt Mulhern, the guy who who played him? Like, I love him. In I, what movie. else was he in? Nothing. Right? Like zero. Like, but he, he was a perfect 80s bad guy. Yeah. Right? You have to go, 80s high school bad guy. You have to go two layers deep on imdb to find him really like it's hard well you know who his dad is right it's the dad from uh the twisted sister video too max tell me that what? you that's know a big one that's that, that's not the biggest one what animal house i haven't seen it oh max yeah. no you're kidding me i'm a zit oh right. my uh, god uh, uh. yeah <laughs> that's like that's the way bigger one okay yeah max niedermeyer niedermeyer doug niedermeyer I, I, I know you haven't seen this yeah. movie. I mean, there's so many quotes like a pledge pin on your <laughs> uniform. Like he is the worst him and Kevin Bacon. Like, oh God, you got to see this movie. I can't believe you. Kevin Bacon's an animal house. I, I, I listen to me. Look at my eyes. I understand it's not an eighties movie. Nope. Keep your eyes back on me right now. Promise me in the next 24 hours, you're going to watch animal house. No, Pro- promise me. No, promise me. 48 Say hours. 48, 48 hours. hours. Deal. Okay. Promise me. Promise you. All right, good. Yes. So that is, Niedermeyer is the is Teddy's father in this movie. That's a big deal. Okay. What's even a bigger deal is you know who the grandfather is, right? No. He's the old man from uh, Christmas Vacation that smokes the cigars and sets. Oh, yeah. Uh, aunt, was it Edna? Is that Anna? No, the Anna no. died. Yeah. <laughs> she died on uh, National Lampoon Vacation. <laughs> but that's the guy who smokes the cigar and has the toupee. It's the oh, same yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I can't, I keep on forgetting. There's every once in a while, you are like a savant on these movies. And then every once in a while, I'm like, oh my God. Because well, I suction this. in everything I try. And if it's not in my realm, then I don't. Only 80s. Yeah. That's your, that's, I got that's blinders. your, I'm yeah, like I know. the horse at the Kentucky right. Derby. 48 hours, 48 hours. A movie? I'll watch that. I know, right? So, <laughs> so Roxanne, they, you don't have, I can't believe a pledge pin. Oh, we're going to have, we're going to have so many we're quotes after you see this. Take it. Uh, that's why I was stunned when you went right to Twisted Sister, but that's okay. I got it. Uh, by the way, mustache, by the way. role that he plays in that Twisted Sister video is, is literally Niedermeyer. Yeah. The role that he's playing in One Crazy Summer is literally Niedermeyer. Yeah. Like it's, that's why you need to see it. Lobster torture. Yeah. He hates lobsters. So, well, he owns a lobster restaurant. He does. Chain, right. So they get to the island. Hoops meets Ted and Ted's girl 
girlfriend. What's Ted's girlfriend's name? Cookie. In Cookie. How could I forget Cookie? Yeah. She's uh, great. She's you know, great. It's weird. It's like you normally she's kind of like that girlfriend who's bored with her boyfriend. So she'll just flirt with people for yeah, no yeah. reason. You shouldn't like her. <laughs> But she is likable. She's really likable, she's likable, right? And then, of course, she got the '80s do. Wait, wait, wait. Of course, what? This is when we the also we're, we're no, no. Forget the car. You touched my car. No, what? No, we're introduced to friend of the show, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about Jeremy Piven. Ty. So let me tell you right now, Ty, Ty, and Todd. By the yeah. way, the '80s, Ty and Teddy. '80s. What did I say, Todd? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because Todd's another name. Yeah, these are like the most traditional jock jerk 80s movies they're wearing boat shoes and khakis blaine todd ty ted steph (laughs) steph yeah they're classic so jeremy pitton if you don't know very close friend of the show uh max created this awesome tiktok video that's the 80s evolution of jeremy piven's career which by the way uh, the guy who plays george calamari didn't think he'd get the role because jeremy piven auditioned for the role of george calamari and jeremy piven and cusack were best friends yeah college roommates yeah, yeah yeah so jeremy piven we max creates this tiktok video and then shares it on our was it our story or our reel or something yeah instagram story and then who uh one of love our fool 99. love fool 99 big Samantha. fan of ours she's great different samantha not the one that you fight with about what the best movie year is want to make sure that's clear she put it on her story and jeremy piven himself took it and put it as his story on his instagram account which basically means he's our best friend (laughs) so jeremy if you're listening we've left you a lot of messages we'd really like to have you on the show he started a podcast. He did. He interviewed Jamie Foxx in Ooh. his first one. Oh, I think I saw Were they smoking cigars? Yeah. I saw a video of that. It looked good. I got to yeah. listen to that. So Ty and Teddy, best friends. They're the protagonists in this movie. Antagonist. Antagonist thank yeah. you. God, too many big words. I love and, how he noogies the Stork twins and like takes them off like Larry Moe and Curly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... <laughs> That's the story, right? They got to help save the house with all the old people in it. They got to help save Cassandra. Well, and Teddy's dad wants the house so he can open up his Lots, giant like complex. The, yeah, complex yeah, yeah. It's always, that's, what, what, what were we just talking about? The same thing. There was a con. Oh, the Goonies. It was the same thing with yeah. the Goonies. Man, that's kind of a, like a, is that like a big 80s thing? Like everybody was getting development done and their yeah. houses were being knocked it's a, out. It's a great story. You got to save, go. yeah, save the community. So <laughs> then we're introduced to Akak. <laughs> Yeah. And and let me let me be like explicitly clear here. Anything that Booger is in, I love. Yeah. I've never seen Curtis Armstrong. Yeah, he's great, man. He was great in Risky, Risky business. business. He was great in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. What else is he in? What am I, I blanking on? There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He wasn't how he got to college. And yeah. what else? Uh, he plays snot on American dad. He does. Which you every time you tell me that, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. right. So the whole gang comes together. Oh, and by the way. You're too flattery as uh, General Raymond, too. Yes. He's the Happy Gilmore. He is the Happy Gilmore, yep. Hey, Shooter, want to get some grub? He's also a Second City TV guy. Yeah, Um, SGTV. SGTV. And then the crazy uncle. Yeah. Who's the best? <laughs> he's, he locks himself in his room every summer. Yeah. Waiting for the million dollar radio chime to go off. So, so you walk into the room and it's just like cigarettes everywhere. Dark and smoky. He seems crazy. He's crazy. He's absolutely crazy. Have I covered all of the characters? There's a lot of tips of the hat to uh, Jaws in this movie. Yeah. They play the Jaws theme song. Well, not just that. There's the scene when they're walking on the beach and Akak sees the doll in the seaweed, which yeah. is a play on when they found the body on oh, the shore. Yeah. It's the exact same thing yeah. where half the arm is sticking out. And they're filming a movie about a rabid dolphin. Yeah, they're shooting the name of the movie was Foam. It was about a dolphin <laughs> with rabies, <laughs> which is absurd. And they're shooting the sequel to it of all things. Dolphins are mean. And it's Nantucket. Obviously, yeah. that's like the big tip of the hat to Jaws. You know dolphins can beat up a shark? Yeah. They can like headbutt it to yeah. death. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
What? It's nose butt, not yeah. head butt. I don't. Th- I think they use their their nose, not their head. I think they use their head. No. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> their head's soft. Their nose is. Okay, why are you we touching dolphin heads? No, I have swam with dolphins. Did you touch the head? Was it soft? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Oh, I was a different man. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. All right, where are we in the movie? Uh, the mortar range. Did we get to the mortar range? I don't remember getting to the well, mortar range. Ak-Ak. Yes, they meet Akak, who's he's collecting who's, shells for his dad. His father's a full blown nut job. Yeah, ex military. Yep, and runs uh like army surplus store. Yep. So Akak is in the sand collecting mortars as they are literally being shot into the sand because <laughs> they make good paperweights, good explosions too. Yeah, it was good. And the movie itself is just kind of like one goofy sequence of failure after another. Yep. Right. It's a very classic paced out. Every 15 minutes, there's a like some, a laugh some, out loud Yeah, scene. there's some laugh out loud scene, right? So as this new friendship, this new group kind of pair each other together, yep. what we find out is that in order to save Cassandra's house, she needs like $5,000, yep. which is so funny because I understand that there's inflation, yeah. but $5,000 is not a lot of money. Even back in 1986, it really wasn't that much. I don't think they were focused on the details. No, I just <laughs> it just seems like they could have found other ways to get the money. To the house that we've never even seen. So Teddy is a little bit of a possessive boyfriend. Yeah. And he, who doesn't want to work, by the way? No. Oh, that's a great scene. Yeah, no, that's that's his great. dad's like, if you don't win the regatta, you're gonna have to get a no. And he's like, don't say it, don't say it. Go great, to work. Great call because that's a huge part of the story arc, right? Yeah. So the grandfather, Teddy's grandfather, he gives them all their money. Yep. All the wealth comes from him, and all he asks in return is every year they have to win the Nantucket regatta. Yep. They don't win that trophy, they lose all their money. So of course, Teddy's got the best boat, and all he does all day long is swim laps, hangs out with Cookie, acts like a jock. Yeah, and he's got his Ferrari. His license plate said, "See you later." Uh, custom license plates is such an '80s thing. Oh my god! So uh, you got um, so cool. From Adventures in Babysitting, the jerk boyfriend, his uh, his license plate said so cool. <laughs> That's incredible. You've got Out of Time from yeah, Back to ob- the Future. Obvious one. You yeah. Got, you got Awesome 50 from uh, Cobra. Cobra. Cabretti. Because yeah. Yeah, he's got that the 1950 Mercury. Mercury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. You've got. Oh, what's the Ferris Bueller's? It's Anxious, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Good, good call. <laughs> I just, you should know that one. Yeah. As the story progresses, you have a budding romance taking place between Cassandra and Hoops. Yeah, he draws for her. It's really cute. You could argue that Titanic stole from this. <laughs> Such it's a, a fragile stretch. man. Such as draw me like your Nantucket <laughs> girls. Well, he draws her with a gorilla. Oh, man. remember? Yes, I remember. Yeah. It's like we're oh, about the movie. Max. <laughs> so, anyways, Predator's um, the first DJ. Hoops, <laughs> hoops, hoops. Double books himself. Yeah. He says, uh, Cassandra's playing a show at the Do Drop In. Do Drop In. Do Drop In. That'd be a great shirt. Do you know the only, do you know the, on, the only bar that's better than the Do Drop In? Is the, double, re- double the No, the Regal Beagle from Three's Company. Double Deuce is better. I, for the Double Deuce, yes, I agree. But the Regal Beagle's got a cool name. Yes. I will agree. <laughs> yes. I will concur. The, oh, why didn't we think of the Dew Drop In when we were doing our bar episode? We didn't even mention it. Because real genius. Purgatory. I know, but we still should have mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. So he says that he's going to go and support her, right? Because they like he's she's like, oh, you know, you could really help me. I'm going to try to raise money by doing a show. She's got a good voice, too. She's kind of sharish. In in a, in a, in a, <laughs> oh, my God. We haven't even said who Cassandra is. Debbie we Moore. haven't even said. Did we say Debbie Moore? Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah. Okay. For a minute, I was like, oh, my God, we didn't. This like is a raspy voice. This is like early in her career. About last night came out a month before. This. Right. So this is like her. I mean, she's playing a big prominent role. The, How do you feel about Demi? I, what? How dare you? I'm sorry. G.I. Jane, when... G.I. Jane, I loved her. When she breaks Viggo Mortensen's nose. I think her recent... Seek life elsewhere. I think her recent stuff, like, I just, like, she just gives me, like, the heebie-jeebies. Watch now and then. All right, I will. Yeah. Oh, watch Animal House before you tell me to watch anything. Yeah. There you go. So, she... <laughs> 
So and Saint Elmo's Fire. I love her in Saint Elmo's yeah, Fire. She's yeah, she's like the most 80s. I like girl her early stuff. Her early stuff is great. So do you know, wait, one. Th- oh, I'm sorry. One last rant. <laughs> I can't. Thing. I literally can't get a word out. Go ahead. <laughs> she has the talent. She can cry out of either eye. She can do one teardrop out of eye. Like you can say, I want three teardrops out of your right eye. She can do that. Yeah. So remember in Ghost, she can. Yeah. So, oh, Ghost. There you go. You should have said Ghost. Well, that's the crying. I know, but forget the crying. I would have yeah. said, yeah, like I love her. You know, the ghost. director of Ghost was uh, the director yeah, of Airplane. Yeah, of, of Airplane. Yeah, yeah, the Zucker, one of yeah. the Zucker brothers. Yeah. yeah, I did know that. I told you that. No, you did. Why haven't you memorized everything we've said over all these episodes? You're dragging. Let's yeah. go back to right. Oh, you can tell you get back to it. <laughs> So anyways, he double dates. He already made double books. He makes a date to go with Cassandra, but then Cookie says, why don't you come and watch a movie with me? Let's go, so go to the drive-in theater. Yeah. So she's insane, right? So the re- she's dating Teddy, yep. but Teddy's got to go to this banker's event at yep. his dad's house. It's celebrating the Beckerstack estates and the foreclosing of the Eldritch estate, which is taking Cassandra's. over the town. Yeah, basically. So they have a whole plan mapped out. <laughs> Genius. As, as of course one Mission would. Impossible S. Yeah, they got to have a plan mapped out. So the Stork brothers are picking up a little extra. They work at a garage, their dad's garage. They're picking up a little extra money doing security on the set of foam. And there's a trailer with all these costumes in it. So they're going to stay there and watch that trailer. If one of the Stork brothers, who is supposed to be at Teddy's party, sees that Teddy abruptly leaves, they're going to alert George, who's yep. going to alert Hoops, so that he bails out of the party and that nothing bad happens. He doesn't get busted with Cookie. Yeah. The problem is that Egg Stork, played by Bobcat Goldwave, tries on the Godzilla. tries on the Godzilla costume. Great Godzilla costume. Great, and gets stuck in it. Can't get out. So he runs, runs, waddles, stomps. Godzilla stomps over to this party. And while he's hiding in the bushes, uh, the quote that I did at the intro about cookies was him eating cookies in the Godzilla costume. Yep. The grandfather throws his cigar out that falls into Godzilla's mouth, Uh creating smoke and what looks like fire. And while he's choking and dying, he runs over to this model right out of Beetlejuice of the town stomping on all the buildings and it's like basically a, a remake of Godzilla. Yeah, while an Asian man is laughing. Right. And everyone's it's panicking. super culturally <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> but and whatever. Like sparks are flying. And they do it in slow-mo. And Bobcat's voice is like Godzilla-y. You yeah. know what I mean? If someone's like screaming Godzilla-y. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> for, the, for the short of it, let me say this. As we're, as Max and I are rambling through this movie and talking about like why we love it and what happens, the bottom line is, is much like all classic teen 80s movies, there's the moment. The moment where like the goal, the thing they have to do, right? Yeah. The race they have to win down the mountain, the, you know, the bike race, the car race, the thing they have to accomplish, the, the fight, dance, the yeah. all Valley tournament. Like yeah. there, there's that one thing. So they throw this huge concert. I'm skipping parts, but I don't care. They throw this huge concert. They get everybody to show up. Great montage. They do Ann Lennox's Would I Lie to You. There, you know what? There's a lot of music. Should, they, we, should we pause for a minute and talk about the soundtrack? They use three Beach Boys songs. Yeah. Where did they get the money for that? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, probably because they didn't spend a lot of money on anything else. <laughs> Would I Lie to You is a great it's 80s a, oh, song. Oh, yeah. And that's when they're doing the animation. to. Like, oh, I remember. Yeah, Would yeah. I Lie to You. Ooh. And then they're showing it on top of the screen at the drive-in theater. Yeah. And everybody's throwing popcorn at them and telling them to stop. <laughs> I love that Cookie eats like a whole vat of popcorn, by yeah. the way. Before. Yeah, she's got an appetite. Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird. It's, it, this movie's super weird. Yeah. So they throw this big kind of concert at the Do Drop In. They pack the place. They raise all the money they need, but it doesn't matter. Nope. Because the bank the, foreclosed the, the, the bank earlier. foreclosed anyways. And then you have like this evil scene where Niedermeyer, but you don't even get that when I say that, kicks Squid's dog. <laughs> Like yeah. the most the most unnecessary violence against pets ever. It's like makes me uncomfortable watching it even to this day. Kicks the dog. They're all at the animal hospital. Where, where a dog's uh, wheeling a wheeling cat. Wheeling a cat. <laughs> These are another classic <laughs> satirical absurd moments. So Akak, 
who has been thrown out of his house because he won't join the military. These are little side stories we didn't get into, but basically yeah. he is like this soft, emotional young man and his dad wants him to be a Marine and it just isn't going to happen. So they're in the animal hospital. All is lost. The money doesn't matter. Yeah. Cassandra is lo- losing the house. It's a low point. They don't know what to do. So one of them says they need a plan. Oh, they need a plan. And Akak starts repeating his father's quote, which is a plan. Without a plan, there's no attack. Without tack, there's no victory. I love that quote. It's like George Patton or something. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, is Big it? Big time. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, who knows? This movie is borrowing from a lot of different <laughs> things. So they come up with a plan. All they have to do to save the house is they got to take the one thing that Teddy needs. And Max, what's the one thing that Teddy needs? The regatta win. They got to win the regatta. So all they need is a boat. This cuts to, I put it right up there with like Rocky Four montages. <laughs> the boat oh, making montage. Even the music. I love the whole scene. Like they have this crappy, crappy piece of crap. Yeah. Did I say it was crappy? Yeah. It's super crappy boat. They, they shave the paint off. They fix the wood. In like one day. And they put the boat back together. Yeah. And they make like flames and all. It's yeah. Called, it's, called the boat. it's called the boat. And then Cassandra christens it with a little something that George's parents brought back from their trip <laughs> it's to like Europe. A mini bottle of it Cuervo. Like Cuervo right? And it breaks the boat. It breaks the boat. <laughs> so they're only missing one thing because in a regatta, I don't know if you know this or not. You need a captain. A regatta is one part sailing and one part motorboating. Is that real? And I'm not talking uh, <laughs> the type of motorboating. Wedding, wedding crashers. That's real. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Do you know that I've been in a regatta? No. Yeah. Were you good? When I We won. How crazy is that my when i lived in australia my girlfriend at the time her parents were like big into sailing and i was like what about bob i'm like i'm sailing (laughs) i'm sailing and we were in this like little yacht club regatta and i almost uh sunk their jib so i think jib is like the little small sail that you get extra wind and i didn't pull the rope quick enough so it fell into the water and started taking on an enormous amount of water which would capsize the boat so i started pulling it real quick and i almost destroyed their boat but we won the regatta i don't buy it Moe's girlfriend from Australia, message me. I want evidence. I also want to talk to you about young Mo. I want pictures. Oh my God. That's super weird. So anyways. <laughs> Good day. There you go. Good day. Uh, <laughs> so we boats. boats they, summer rental did this too. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it's the summer rental regatta was fantastic. Which one's better? Oh God. One crazy summer. Yeah. It's way better. <laughs> Come on. So he. Hoops is a Viking helmet. Yeah. They have custom military bowling helmets. shirts. Yeah. And they have, and they have bowling shirts and they do, uh, like they definitely plan to dance. Oh yeah. And then they give the, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then they give Teddy and his group, the Coming finger around the world. <laughs> the whole thing's absurd. Yeah. Um, so they get to the regatta, but they need one thing before they get to the regatta. They need an engine yeah. for that boat. Yeah. And the best that they come up with at first is who was it? Akex? No, it was Calamari's. It was Calamari's uh, chainsaw. <laughs> no, no, it was his, it was a little dinky boat engine. Before we even talk about that, it's definitely time to take a one crazy summer sponsor ad. Let's do it. All right. You always say, let's do it. Give me something better. Go. <laughs> and there you have it. Go. We shall. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all natural. It's okay. Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, Try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. 
And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wolford Brimley in Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Thank God we had that ad because I, honest to God, Max, I feel like we were talking 100 miles a minute for the entire first three quarters of this episode. There's a lot to cover. I love this movie. Remember the beginning that Hoops has a cat who has the heads of birds and on, and on its carrier? Yeah. yeah. And we know what else we skipped to? Uh, like my favorite scene in the whole movie when uh, Egg tells the fat kid story. There's once a little fat boy. He got picked on by everybody. Were you, were you, were you that little, little fat, fat boy? boy? No, I grabbed him and I punched him and I said, Why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? <laughs> That's the best part of the whole movie. That God, is legitimate. Godzilla, Godzilla wait, for me. Hold on a second. Is, is Godzilla is your that, yeah. I, my fa- let's talk about that for a second. Oh wait, no. Back up. My favorite. My favorite part of this movie is when Hoops has to challenge Teddy to like a basketball contest. Right, and they hook up Akak on the wall and make a hoop with them. Yeah, and they're screwed. And Cassandra goes, "It's like, oh, you know karate? I know Dow." They go, "What's Dow? Dow is the chemical company that makes mace and just maces, <laughs> maces all of them." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just don't see it coming. You're like, oh, I, that's your favorite part of the whole movie. It's cocky. Yeah. I mean, the fat kid story is the best, is the best <laughs> scene in the whole movie. Godzilla is good too. Although I don't know, like when uh, there's this brief moment when the uncle loses his mind after he wins the million dollars and yeah. disconnects the phone and it just, his eyes just like open up. That's pretty I don't like too. those moments. I feel bad for him. <laughs> you would be, how do you have sympathy for him? All right. So we're <laughs> regatta. Teddy drops off his Ferrari. They've also used a bazooka at this point. And blown up a boat. They did. To put lobsters in a te- in Teddy's, Teddy's pool. pool. So he gets clipped when he's doing his laps. <laughs> There's a million things There's, in this there's movie. a lot this going on. an hour 33. How is that possible? I don't know. I feel like we're at about an hour on the show. <laughs> and we haven't even covered half. Yeah. So they, they need a motor for their boat. No pun intended. Yep. And Teddy shows up and he like punches Clay Stork in the face. Yep. And when Egg, Egg when it. Egg sees that, he loses it. Ah! He grabs the chainsaw and they shut the garage doors. And you don't know what he's doing at this point. Yeah. You just think he's destroying the car. Yeah. Fast forward to the regatta. Hoops after a lot of complaining because he doesn't like being on boats. No. Nope. But Cassandra helped, you know, give him some kisses, told him that she loved him. Most uh, of the ocean. Yeah, basically. Gets him to be <laughs> gets him to be the captain on the boat. They and they enter in. There's the music in this movie is great. It's not just the music, it's just like the, the un, vibe. The, exactly. Like just unforgiving. Like they just don't care. It's Summer, like yeah. they they bust into the room. It's like bum bum ba dum ba. So they get up there. Mr. Piven, our friend Jeremy Piven, yeah. they've got Odie on the front of their boat, takes scissors out, cuts Odie's tongue, and starts eating it. But for Akak, this is like a mortal sin because yeah. he's the softest guy alive and he loses his mind. So they they start the regatta. During the regatta, Niedermeyer has snuck. I love how they call me Niedermeyer. It makes me so happy. Has snuck onto his son's boat to, yep. to ensure they win. This is where it gets like a little violent. Pulls out a crossbow yep. that he's been playing with the whole movie at this point. Yeah. And just starts firing off shots. No, he hits the first one. He did? Yeah. No, no. The first one hit did not hit the rope. 
Oh. The first one did not hit the rope. Okay. Who cares? Hits, I care. This is important. Okay. Hits the, I don't know the sailing to the mast, maybe is what's called. The bow. Whatever. That's not it, but whatever. Pork. The second one snaps a rope that needs to be there in order to pull the sail up. Yeah. They're all, they're all screwed. They all hands to do. on the poop deck at this point. <laughs> So Hoops says, don't worry. But keep in mind at this point, Hoops is, I mean, he's the worst basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Even when they're doing the challenge outside of the do drop in and they've couldn't got water they in the ocean. Yeah, it's the worst. He takes a small metal ball, the size of a tennis ball, ties a rope to it and throws it 40 feet up into the air yeah. and into a hole, not much bigger than the ball itself. Yeah. It's incredible. Swish. Nails it. <laughs> the arm on your hair stands up. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. So exciting. So they're back in the race. They start messing with the Australian boat. They like they knock, knock someone off. They knock someone off. Akak jumps in the water to save him, which later is the redemption of his relationship with his father. I can't believe the detail we're going into this, but it's great. <laughs> so they turn, they, they hit the turn, right? So there's like a, a buoy that they get to when you can flip your engine, engine on. on. Yeah. So when that happens, they basically are like, all right, fire in the hole. They put their military hats on and they hit like this button. They blow the entire back half of the boat off and you see Teddy's, the back end of Teddy's Ferrari. Yeah, it's incredible. So now you understand why he chopped it up. Yeah, and you see the see you later. Yeah, which is great. And Max, I think I don't need to tell you this. They win the race. They do. And as they're handing over the trophy to Teddy saying, hey, man, let's make a trade. You take this. We keep the house. Grandpa steps in and says, Teddy, friendship. That's the real. That's the real. I'm betting on them. What kind of grandfather is this? He's, he's like a lunatic. He's holding their entire fortune over their head based on like a regatta. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, you're done. Get up. Get up, you son of a Mickey loves you. He's basically Burgess Meredith. Yeah. In a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the dolphin comes back and eats the dad. Because, oh, because the girl's in the dolphin. Because the sister of George is. We're going to get letters about this episode where they're going to ask if we were like drugged yeah. prior to taking it. But yeah. we're, we're both fine. We're sober. We haven't even had as much as a cup of coffee. You had a cup of coffee. I did have a cup of coffee. But that's this movie. It's wild, wacky, insane movie. Laughter crossbow torture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad name. I just want to go on record. We have only pulled one episode ever from not being shown, and it Howard was the Howard the, the Duck. Duck episode, and this is way better than the Howard the Duck episode. <laughs> I still love the Howard the Duck episode. You do love it. So I know this seems like a little bit different. Usually when we do our episodes, we dive into like fun facts about the movie, but like on this one, we there just- none. There, There's not a lot of facts about this movie, but we do want people to know like you need to see this movie. Yeah. That's what we're trying. Today is literally our pitch to get you to go see this wild movie. It's You'll not love all, it. It's not all about the hits. It's about those deep cuts. You know what I mean? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I mean, like, you you talk 80s movies, you go top 10, Ghostbusters, Beverly Hills Cop, all right. the incredible ones. This is for us. This is like the love letter. This is the movie that found you. <laughs> so true. You're right. Yeah. I'm ashamed, but you're right. Yeah. It's great movie poster, too. Oh, it is. it's an awesome it's movie a poster. It's big what? Nothing. I just, sometimes I, sometimes I sit back and I'm like, I just spent an hour and a half <laughs> hanging out with Max talking about one crazy summer. And it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot to take in sometimes. Just go home, cold shower. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, what's really funny. What? We're not the only people that love this movie. And that, that leads perfectly into the Buzz and Tower fan spotlight. Max, I think we're lucky. Because our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight this week is two guys that might be just as weird as we are. <laughs> yeah. Because this is, I, I have to, I got I got to put it out there right now. Uh, one crazy summer. This is a wild episode. It takes a special kind of person. It does. So $2 late fee. 
this is a fun podcast. It's an 80s movie podcast. Not just movie. They cover a lot of stuff. And they get celebrities. They got, they have a lot of really cool interviews. I highly recommend. If you're into Buzz in the Tower, you'll be into them. They're, they got they're Mitch fun. from Real Genius. Uh, you are so jealous. That's yeah. like you're, you covet that so much. We really enjoy listening to their show. Uh, they You can find them on Instagram, $2 spelled out, T-W-O, $2 late fee. And you, they, they have all the facts. They have like every birthday every like obscure character yeah. from every movie. They're cur- like the seventh lead from like dream warriors. They're like, happy birthday. You <laughs> they're currently stalking. Um, Steve Gutenberg, Steve Gutenberg, get, Hard. The, get the goot, get the goot. So if you want to help them get the goot, uh, they're, they're, it, they're funny. They're, uh, they've got a Patreon they just launched. So they're, they're doing great stuff. Yeah, Dustin and Zach. Yeah. Dustin and Zach, please check them out. And, uh, I'm excited to hear what they have to say. We asked them to pick their favorite characters and just wax poetic about one crazy summer. So let's see what they got to say. Hey there, Mo and Max. It's Dustin and Zach from <laughs> $2 late fee. First of all, thanks so much for having us on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. One note I will say is that uh, you guys should stock your green room with something more than uh, Skittles because uh, we are starving. And, uh, you know, Skittles are fine. Take, we taste the rainbow. Um, well, those, those chili but, dogs in the corner are not going to cut it. Oh, you found a chili? I, I didn't know that those were for us to eat. I thought that I think, I maybe, those, those were just props to use for uh, role playing. Uh, well, it looked like they've been sitting out for a while. That's why. Oh, that's. Ooh, that's why. Oh I, I, that's why I said to you, I only am going to eat the Skittles. So I hope you feel okay. Well, yeah, you didn't see that, but well, you're going to hear it and maybe smell it later. Okay. Well, there's only one toilet in here. It's weird that the toilet is also just it, it, just out in the green room as well. Yeah, like right in the center. To, yeah, right in the center. <laughs> it's a very very odd architectural thing. Um, I mean, a throne. It is called a throne in some some cultures. It is golden. So, uh, so yeah, so One Crazy Summer. You like that movie, don't you, Zach? I love that movie. I love One Crazy Summer. Uh, I grew up watching it on HBO, Cinemax, repeatedly, all the time. When talking about, like, favorite characters from that movie, uh, I gotta go with the Stork Brothers, specifically Clay Stork. He's my fave. He's my fave, played by Tom Villard. Yeah. Why do you like Clay so much? I just like that actor, Tom Villard. He always just rest in peace because he's no longer with us. But uh, he was a really interesting dude. You know, I loved him in Heartbreak Ridge and he's a creepy villain in the movie Popcorn. Uh, But in this, he's like a lovable goof who you really think should be hooking up with Cookie down the lane. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, just from the perspective of he's like a really nice, genuine guy, you know, he gets picked on. I think most of the characters in this movie are getting picked on in some in some way, shape, or form. Which we can relate to quite a bit. Yeah. Just go back to our uh our episode on bullies, top five bullies. Cheap plug for our for our podcast, by the way. How about um, you? What's your what's your favorite character in the uh Well the for me, episode? I just want to digress a little bit because it wouldn't be a digression if I wasn't speaking or something to that effect. But uh sure. Savage Steve Holland is the director of my favorite movie of all time, Better Off Dead. One Crazy Summer to me is not as good of a movie. Uh, it is more of a fantasy uh, that's not so much grounded in uh, reality. And I would go so far as to say it's more of a cartoon. Like if yeah. this was if One Crazy Summer was animated, you'd be like, oh, that's perfect. Um, but uh, my favorite character is uh, Akak, played by Curtis Armstrong. I knew it. Um, I knew for it. no other reason than uh, his name is Akak. I mean. Akak. Invaders from Mars. The the aliens go, Ak Ak. Oh, okay. That's a random thing. I don't know if Ak Ak <laughs> is named after those aliens. It well, could be. the other be. way around. 
Um, Akak is a character that just wants approval from his father, and he's just like a sweet guy. Same kind of thing. He's very similar to Clay, really. Uh, you know, they're just a bunch of outcasts. They just want to prove themselves, and Akak cannot be seen as a good guy, as a worthy, heroic guy in the eyes of his father. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then by the end of the movie, he proves himself, and it's like, yay. But the thing about Akak is... And this is kind of an interesting story. I don't know if you know this. The um, Bobcat Goldthwait, who plays the other brother, Egg, uh, has this great little like you know monologue where he's talking about a, a fat kid, um, yeah, you know who like <laughs> didn't have any friends and had a twin brother, and he's clearly talking about himself. But then Akak says, "Egg, were you the little fat kid?" He's like, "No, no, I used to you know just just tease him and punch him and say, why are you so fat?'" Well, that that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was apparently a that whole thing was a Bobcat Goldthwait improv uh, oh. that he brought to Savage Steve like the second before they were rolling and was like I, I prefer to do this uh, and they loved it and that stayed in the movie but that to me is like one of the most memorable scenes I uh, I, I concur with you all around that it is one of my favorite scenes not to mention the one where they the girl slaps uh, the two bullies on the back and their faces get frozen. You're in, you're from Mars. Oh, you're from Mars. The dog is from Mars. Mars. What? Okay, I bet there's and a connection. That, I, I'm, I'm saying that Tim Burton was influenced by this movie. That's all I'm saying. We'll never know. But guys, thanks for having us. Batten down the hatches and uh, have some smooth sailing on those tasty waves and get a cool buzz on your tower. Get a cool buzz on your tower. Thanks, guys. Well, I wasn't kidding when I said that they're like us. I mean, literally the <laughs> little end, fat boy scene. Oh God, it's the best. No, they're, I mean, they nailed it, right? That's like how we feel the exact same way about this movie. That was like the episode in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they did. It was cleaner than yeah. ours. Ours took an hour and theirs <laughs> took five minutes. But uh, no, I mean, you, if you love the eighties and you love eighties movies, I actually really like the point you made about a cartoon. That's actually, we kept on dropping back and saying like satirical satire, but it's a really good point they brought up. This movie feels like a cartoon, but with some kind of real, tones to it but it's got that silliness and that little over the topness and it's it's great I, you know this episode is our love sonnet to one crazy summer yeah the rewatchables every hundred episodes they redo heat because it's their favorite movie heat is a great movie. so yeah so every hundred episodes let's do one crazy summer <laughs> maybe next time we can calm down a little bit not be so excited uh, we, we can go like deeply analytical yeah oh i forgot uh there's one thing the cute fuzzy bunny gang yeah yeah Steve, Savage Steve Holland drew two of them to look like Cisco and Ebert. And, you know, is they, the one they mowed down yeah, or the, the one they blew up? the one they blew up at the end. Oh, that's so Because funny. Better Off Dead, they really, they, they slammed him. Yeah. So he's like, screw you. I'm going to make you bunnies and blow you up. <laughs> there you go. That's a that's a good deep fact. Yeah. How do you not have a cute fuzzy bunny tattoo? That'd be a good one. That'd be a great one. Have the Happy Tree Friends. That's kind of. That's a really good one too. Yeah. I, I used to watch Happy Tree Friends all the time. I've never seen it. What? Yeah. And you have a tattoo of it? There's a follow boy video. All right. Uh, for it. the love of God. <laughs> all right. You got 48 hours to watch uh, Animal House. Don't forget. I'm just going to watch one crazy the clock, summer Nope. Again. The clock's starting now. So quick reminder. That's our show. Hope you liked it. <laughs> also, in addition to that, the contest for this week, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. And just put a comment in one of the videos and do a hashtag of anything 80s movies related. Have fun with it. Hashtag short fat boy. Yep. And then in addition to that, subscribe, rate, review, follow, social media. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell everyone. And check tell out your grandma. Check out $2 late fee. Again, you're, I think you'll really like what they have. If you heard their voice and you liked what you heard in the spotlight, yeah, I'm tell sure you'll like what they about do. $2 Stop saying tell your grandma. It's weird. Okay. Just calm down. Tell your Nana. There. Nana's better. Or Nanny. <laughs> tell Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello!
That was really bad. That was like what? Pop, that was like Popcat. <laughs> Can't do it. It's the worst. Max, one crazy summer. Closing thoughts. What do you what do you got? What do you got to sprinkle on this Sunday? Well, this this movie means a lot to me. It got me through some hard times in life. <laughs> No, I mean, it's just, a, it's just a wild, stupid movie. It is a wild, stupid movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there's no there's no depth. If, were you you tried to, if you tried to dive in the pool of this movie, you'd break your neck. Were you the, were you that little fat boy, Max? <laughs> I was. I'm still you? that little fat boy. All right, that's good. Signing off. Uh, as always, just a pleasure to sit across from you, you sweet little fat boy. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.